FM 88.1 WHPR. The Highland Park. Detroit Radio. Hey there, it's your girl Cheryl and welcome to the Behind the Muse show where we explore everything beauty, fashion, relationships, lifestyle and more. Stay tuned for a hot show and a tantalizing conversation. Hey there, you guys. Did you miss me? I sure did miss you guys. I really did. I needed you guys. I have been out on bereavement leave, but Behind the Muse is back. And it's too cold to take vacations. So I don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon. Asia is going to be in the building. I got a lot of shout outs to give. I want to give a big shout out to... My engineer and co-worker, he has his own show every Sunday night here on FM 88.1 WHPR and 107.3 WVIE. Marquise, thank you. Marquise was just checking in on me while I was in. And, and then he's actually a, a, a pretty good doggone engineer because I'd be late and I can call him like, hey, do this, do, do this for me, please, sir. And he always come through. So I'm grateful about that. And I want to give him a little shout out. So what's going on, Marquise? How you been? What you been up to while I was gone? I mean, were you? Because I, I know you said that you be into your show. Okay, well, what you been up to? I've been uh, chilling as of late. Been uh, really trying to relax a little bit. Been working every other day or every day. So what you been doing? What you, got, what you got in the pipeline? Uh, not much. I don't like doing stuff, especially when I have I to I know, because I invited you to an event last week, so don't say I never invite you to anything. Last minute? Very last right. minute. Right, you ain't put that part in there. It's all good, though. It's okay. I, I left that part out. Uh-huh. Conveniently. Look, New Yorker stuff, right? Yeah, that, for sure. I'm actually going to go to New York in a couple of weeks. But I am, I was trying to channel my inner um, Madonna, my inner material girl today. And I got to make sure that my wardrobe stay together because, you know what, I actually, since since the last time you saw me, um, what's going on? I, um, I gained a couple pounds. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. You know, but it's all good. I ain't tripping. I got to take one of these live, uh, one of these gloves off because I can't really touch my touch screen with these gloves. Ain't that some ghetto stuff? But, um... Yeah, I um I'm excited to be back. I really need to be back. So I wanted to do something a little different. It's October, it's a lot going on. You know, the play that I was in is actually going to be doing a fundraiser for some domestic violence stuff that has been happening. Uh, locally, we're focused on some local stuff. We'll be doing some stuff with some national chapters. So I'm hoping Paris calls in today and just talk about a little bit of stuff that Muse and um, Paris Medley, the creator, is doing for uh, domestic violence. Okay. Okay. So, but you didn't really tell us what you got going on. You got any events? Um, okay. What is can't start live broadcast? The user is enrolled in a blocking logged in checkpoint. What does that mean? See, I don't use Facebook, so I couldn't tell you. I go read, read it again. It looks like something you posted doesn't follow our community standards. We removed it. Okay. Oh, you might be on Facebook jail. Can't start. Lo- the user is enrolled. In- oh, so they. Oh, that's what happened. Maybe. Oh, I'm in Facebook jail. Maybe. Oh, okay. So anyhow, so I won't be going live today. So definitely tune in. But it's October. Scorpios, listen. Tell me, tell me something. It's, tell me something. It's, our, it's about that time of the year. It's time to get nasty. It's gonna be an amazing time. What you mean? It's time to get nasty. It's Scorpio season. And y'all Scorpios ain't no joke. It is time when to, it comes to getting know, nasty. Impregnate everything. Impregnate everything. Yes. Wait a minute. What do you mean impregnate everything? What you out here impregnating, Marquise? It's OVO season. Listen. Okay, so Marquise, for those that's tuning in on our Facebook Live, um, you guys, we were talking, you know, Marquise, you know, I had temporarily for like five, about five minutes I was in Facebook jail. 
for five minutes so I didn't get to start on time. And I was saying that I was channeling my inner Madonna, my inner material girl today with some black and white lace because we feeling a little frisky. And Marquise pointed out that this month starts Scorpio season. Yes, it okay? is. Okay? And I'm tired of you, Libra. So go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead about your business. So, um, yeah, so it's Scorpio season and it's time to get freaky, he yes, said. Ma'am. It's time to have a baby, he said. Or practice. One. There you go. Okay. All right. So I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Before I start digressing, because I can feel myself ranting, because you know what? It's been a while since I've been in, 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 in my workplace, so I can feel myself ranting today. So I want to tell you a little bit about the topic that we are talking about today. So say your significant other, right? Say your significant other and your best friend. It's very important. Get into an altercation. Whose side are you taking? A physical altercation? Uh, it could be physical. It could be verbal. I mean, uh, any type of altercation is a bad thing for me. So say your best friend and your significant other gets into an altercation, what would you do? So I am going to be talking about a young lady who wrote me. I'm going to be paraphrasing her story because she literally took three hours to get to the point and my patience is thin as ice. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to paraphrase that story. I'm not going to actually read. She literally wrote a book. Like, literally, I have never gave me his background, her background, and everything in between. And I was like, okay, let me just paraphrase it. It's actually, uh, you know, it's a common story. It happens, but it wasn't as deep as she put it. So we're going to talk about that today, okay? okay. So we're going to get into some news behind um, the muse. I'm hoping that Paris calls today. Now, I've been jacked up lately. Our phone number is 313-868-0331, right? Yes. Okay, so that is our call-in number. Feel free to give us a call-in on any of the topics that um, that uh, that you hear today. We're going to get into some news, and we're going to wait for Paris to call us uh, back. Call us, because I gave her the wrong number. Okay? All right, so while we wait for Paris to call us, let's get into it. Let's get into some things, okay? All right, so some news by Muse. And by the way, before I get into some news by Muse, we're doing 50% off for the entire month of October on MSC Remedy Sculpting Body Skin Care Services. So definitely reach out to us just for the body sculpting, none of the other service. So definitely reach out to us, 248-742-7435. Boom. Okay. So let's get into some news by Muse, okay? Hey, y'all. Did you guys know that Detroit Roof and Window Repair Program application is now open? Did you know that you can get your roof and windows repaired through the city of Detroit? Did you know that? I did not know that. Okay, well, let's talk about it. I bet you didn't know that out there either. Okay? Applications for the second phase of a Detroit home repair program that will fund construction projects for low-income and senior households is now open. It's very important. You have to be low-income or you have to be a senior what is considered a senior because my mom is 60 and she looked better than a lot of 30 year olds so what's considered a senior about 60 dang she a senior out here with a snatch waist big booty technically dang but not literally right okay the $45 million the $45 million program is meant to help rebuild broken roofs, windows, and other weatherization fixes that can protect tenants from the outside elements. The application opened this weekend and will only be available until October 31st. You guys, if you live in the city of Detroit, take advantage. Every year, you wouldn't believe that they always have extra funds because a lot of people do not apply for this pro- for this program you know and there's a lot of uh, 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 roofs that need to be fixed mm-hmm. a lot of weatherizations i wish they had that in the sub well the suburbs do have something like that but they want you to be like super low impoverished income and if you live in the suburbs and you in poverty that don't make sense that's kind of mismatch mm-hmm. so it's kind of a setup um but 
it's getting cold. And as you know, we about to get a little frost pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So you guys, don't forget the Detroit Roof and Window Repair Program application is now open until October 31st. Okay. The program first came into reality when the city of Detroit was granted more than $800 million okay in COVID relief funds from the federal government after a lengthy community feedback process the city created the re- the renewed detroit essential home repair program in 2021 are you aware of that that the city not. was awarded 800 million dollar okay 800 million pesos Okay, dollars, whatever, however you do it. Okay, rubles, they were awarded $800 million to help you with your window and roofing. Y'all better go get that money. Okay, um, it's, 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 it's a part of their essential home repair program funding. Okay, the city council appropriated $30 million. And y'all better get that money fast. If y'all know Detroit, Detroit City Council, you better get on top of that money. Okay, the city council appropriated $30 million in funding for the program, which would go toward approximately 1,500 homes. That'll, that's a lot of houses. Yes, it is. Okay, the state of Michigan appropriated another $15 million to the program, expanding its capacity to two, 2,000, like my Trinidadian friend would say, 2,000 home, home them, home run, run the park up upon the river. I, th- I think you're going from Trinidad to Jamaica, or but they're Trin- they they pretty much. They, I'm gonna get a whole bunch of inboxes, okay. but I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. So I'm gonna stop say, as there. long as you say it, I'm all for okay, it. Okay, I'm gonna stop right there. Yeah. Okay. The expansion also enabled the city to allow both roof and window replacements. Big shout out to my friend Sharon. She's actually from Trinidad. Um, we spoke. She was really close to my cousin. Big, you know, rest in peace. Alexandria, she was really close to her. And and big shout out to Angelo, my big brother. He always always since I've known him come through for me and my family. So I appreciate that. That triggered me. So I wanted to say that. Okay. All right. So yes, you guys. Okay, to be eligible for this program, you have to be a homeowner. Um, will need to meet the following criteria. Be a senior, a homeowner, age sixty two or older. Oh shoot, I'm gonna go call my mom. I'm like, you two years from being a senior. Okay, or be a disabled homeowner of any age. Okay, keep that in mind. Be approved for a 22 property tax exemption through the Homeowner Property Exemption HOPE program, which provides property tax relief for eligible lower income homeowner occupants for eligibility. And if you're not sure, if you say, hey, I think I still may qualify because I'm broke as hell and I'm struggling and I can see the sunlight every morning from my bathroom, mm-hmm. then definitely just call and see what how they can help you. That's what they saying. Reach out, y'all. It's about to be cold. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I can't be cold. So, let's get into some other things. You know, these lace gloves make it hard for touchscreen things. Death toll rises in Florida as search and rescue operations continue. Ian was a, mm, I think it was worse than um, El Nino. Remember El Nino? Oh, no, you were three. Okay. All right. So Google it when you get a chance. Okay. El Nino. Tallahassee, Florida officials across Florida were assessing the full extent of the destruction from Hurricane Ian. I like that name, by the way, with fatalities climbing and massive search and rescue efforts um, continuing days after the historic storm caused catastrophic damage and i didn't really understand the impact of hurricanes until i I moved to new york Mm -hmm. when i became close with people from the islands and the stories that i heard like broke my heart you know what i'm saying like my one friend was telling me how you know children become vulnerable children that are in because a lot of you know we don't really do what they call orphanages we try to do foster homes we try to place people place children in homes but in other countries they still do stuff like orphanages right Mm -hmm. and during the hurricane children become vulnerable you know pedophiles they creep out you know so there's a lot of disasters that go along with the hurricanes besides just misplacement. You got misplacement, you have diseases, you have children coming up. It's just a it's just a whole thing. And 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 God bless Puerto Rico because they still haven't recovered from Maria and they just got hit with Ian. 
Okay. And if anybody know anything about Puerto Rico, big shots out to New York because you can take a weekend flight out to Puerto Rico and party all weekend long on a very tight budget because rum is like $2. Okay. Okay. Right. You can come back drunk and over, you know, and, and just completely hung over, go back to work because that's what we used to do. We used to fly to Puerto Rico, come back drunk as hell, go to work drunk as hell, come home figure it out when we get home and then go back to our life but you could do that every weekend figure out what you was gonna do you know after a, a binge weekend of drinking uh uh coconito all weekend and rum bacardi is a ch- fat joe look all it's a party city but god bless puerto rico because they still recovering and god bless the women in puerto rico because they have a very high rate of women domestic violence and death from abuse so god bless them because you know Okay, I was about to say something. I stopped myself. I know good. exactly what you're about to say. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say. Okay, yes. good. Okay, good. All right. The official death tally increased to 58 over the weekend from this hurricane. And, and you see what just happened in Kentucky last month? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, children. It was a family that had four children. I can cry at any moment because I'm still sensitive. It's a family of four children. All four of the children eight from ages eight on down had died. In Kentucky. So these hurricanes is kicking AWS. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis told reporters during a, a late afternoon briefing, he's crazy. I feel like he on Paxel, briefing on Sunday that mobilization of search and rescue teams was the largest since the 9 11 attacks on the U.S. more than two decades ago. Though that's what he said. They made sure they said that's what he said because we're not sure if that's the total truth because I don't feel that that's completely true, but mm-hmm. okay. DeSantis said that the Florida Department of Transportation plans to begin construction of temporary bridge to Pine Island, the largest barrier island on Florida's Gulf Coast, which was home to an estimated 9,000 residents before the the storm. DeSantis acknowledges that this would be a stopgap remedy saying that cars would have to travel no faster than five miles per hour in order to use the temporary bridge once it's finished what's going on y'all gonna get on the temporary bridge okay um anybody that's listening i might need some headphones anybody that's um listening would you drive over a temporary bridge over water y'all dial 313-868-0331 did i say it right friend Okay, um, and I, I can plug it in. Um, tell me, would you drive over a temporary bridge? I'm not driving over a temporary bridge. I'm channeling my ancestors, and I'm walking on land. Okay, I don't care. We're gonna have to backpack it out and travel on land like we must. Okay, channel your an- ancestors sometimes. Okay. I'm not getting on, on no temporary bridge. What about you, Marquise? You getting on a temporary bridge? I'm not. I'm not getting on a temporary bridge. And anything. I can swim, and I don't like having water above my head. Like, I can swim. Mm-hmm. I can't swim, and nigga don't float. So, <laughs> I'm not getting on a temporary bridge. <laughs> yes, you can float. Mm-mm. We don't float. All right, y'all. Somebody better call in and tell me what they think about this temporary bridge. 313-868-0331. Okay, so let's go on to the next story um, before our caller calls in. Y'all, Babyface got married. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I know he's a, I know his last name is Edmonds, but I can't remember his first name. Kenneth. Kenny Edmonds, and he is a talented, y'all, Babyface better not ever come up with no creepy background story. I can't, listen, he wrote too many hits. He did. I mean, that's why, you know, R. Kelly, I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted because I don't believe, because America believes that, and this is my, this is my opinion, this is not the opinion of FM 88.1, FM 8, 88.1 WHPR, this is this, my opinion. This is probably uh, Keith's opinion, go ahead. Um, America doesn't value black women. And so when we're abused and he also, and R. Kelly also abused black boys too. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when we're abused, mistreated, violated sexually, I, I feel like it's not important. And the fact that R. Kelly was making hits for the black community, I felt like that was a double whammy for him to get away with stuff mm-hmm. because America doesn't care about 
the status of black women being abused and people often will forgive you in our community if you got a hit and he has some good hits and I still listen to a couple of them too but I don't agree with abusing black women Mm -hmm. okay I don't agree with abusing black girls or black women so that being said babyface please don't ever come out with no secrets because he wrote too many hits Mm -hmm. too many Okay, now what do you think about what I said? Did I say anything wrong? You did not. No, they definitely side-eye when black women have their trials and tribulations. And um, now I want to sit up here and be like, oh, I think it'll get better over time. Okay. I don't know. Well, that's the segue. Yeah, I'm saying I don't. I'm not sure. Okay, well, let me say I think it may have gotten slightly better because I had started a whole Twitter war about six years ago between Black Twitter and feminist Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, because there was a girl a uh, year I can't remember if it was Mississippi or one of them Southern states because you know I don't f with the South. I don't mm-hmm. even find it entertaining. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, all my Southern listeners, I love you, but. There's nothing for me to do down there. Mm-mm. Okay. So there was a young lady that went to, what? what's the big, the the famous chicken and waffle spot down there? Roscoe's? Is that what it's called? Whatever chicken and waffle. That's out west. Do they have a Roscoe's down south? Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, okay. That's where it started. Uh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe they do. And so a girl, a young girl, she was 20 years old. Um, they forgot to give her a fork, so she went to go complain. She was like, I'm going to eat my chicken and waffles or whatever without no damn fork. I ain't no animal. I wash my hands at night before I eat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to eat my food. So they dogged her. They gave her some problems. So she cussed them out. They called the police. The police ended up dragging her around, took all her clothes off. She was naked, body exposed and everything. And mm-hmm. I went on Twitter. And had something to say about it. And uh, this feminist was like, well, you should have seen how she was talking to the worker. That don't ju- I don't care what she said to the worker. That don't justify her being sexually assaulted by the police. Because if we go on by the hashtag Me Too definition of sexually as- uh, sexual assault, she was sexually assaulted. Okay? Because they dragged her up out of her clothes. And, and so it was a whole big beef with black Twitter. I started a big beef. It was good because mm-hmm. I got some good followers all out of that. Black Twitter and, uh, and and feminist Twitter over what I said about the whole chicken, Roscoe chicken waffle. Oh, I got a caller? Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, before we take the call, I just want to let y'all know that celebrity uh, uh, baby face Kenneth Edmonds, y'all ain't going to believe who he married. Guess who he married? Who? Okay, he married somebody from the Moesha show. How did that even happen? I don't know. Did he marry the girl that had a baby with Britney Spears' baby daddy? Maybe. Come on, because she know how to pull him, because she dated Quentin Tarantino, too. She did. Okay, she don't know. She knows. She knows. She like, look, I know how to get a check. And she was in Good Burger. Um, Baby Face's current wife is Nicole Pattenberg, and her resume and her resume. Look, oh, you heard me say resume. Mm -hmm. Okay, and her resume proves she isn't a wife of a mega celebrity. She's also a talented dancer and actress. One of her close friends is reportedly Janet Jackson, and who she was a backup dancer for. Who is this? Wait, who is this? Outside of dancing, Pattenberg landed a few guest roles in TV. Oh, she was a guest star. She was. I thought I was. I was thinking that she was the dark skinned girl that got with Quentin Tarantino that had the uh, braces and everything. But she was just a guest star and a backup dancer. Pretty much, Babyface made her famous. But mm-hmm. congratulations, Babyface. We're happy. That just proves to you that you can have love at any age. Mm-hmm. Let's take our caller because. What I'm really, because I was talking about our domestic violence mm-hmm. fundraiser that's coming up on October 22nd. But I have on the line the great and talented Paris Metley that's just going to share with us really quick, a little, little quick two to five minute um, story about some people that she has dealt with. Because she's like deep in the domestic violence game. She goes to the domestic violence walks, charity. She raises money for domestic violence. And she's also doing a, um, a, a fundraiser for a movie that she is writing, directing, producing herself for domestic violence. Okay. And um, that will be Why Won't They Leave Part 2 which I was in Why Won't They Leave Part 1, and I was an abuser. Mm-hmm. But me being an abuser actually gave me a lot of perception on the victim, if that makes sense. So we're going to get to the phone lines. We're going to talk to Paris, and we're just going to take two to five minutes and, and just hear what, what, what what's going on and what story she has to share because every Monday we're going to sh- share some facts, some fascinating stories. Not fascinating stories. I mean, we are fascinating. I, I mean, 
it's the truth because I'm like, dang, that really happened. I share some stories every uh, Monday about domestic violence until the fundraiser October uh, 22nd in Southfield Marriott, where she's going to give us some more information. Paris, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you? Yes. Okay, Paris, thank you for calling in. Um, I hope I did a good job introducing you um, as the as a director, a filmmaker, and a domestic violence advocate. And for the month of October, you're going to be calling in every Monday, just sharing with us um, some quick little stories, possible resources about domestic violence, and reminding us that there is a fundraiser that Muse is definitely a part of for domestic violence that's coming up this October 22nd. What's going on, Pierre? Talk to us. So it's the 20- which is Friday and the 22nd. Oh, cool. So Friday is the, like, the entertainment part of it. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening, and thank you for letting me speak about it, um, Cheryl. So in my journey of doing this documentary, because that's what it's called, a documentary about domestic violence, I have interviewed women and men because we do not hear about the domestic abuse. Absolutely. Women are not the ones that get so I had the very pleasure of Wakaz. Uh, Wakaz used to own the famous hair salon called Fantastic Thing. You know what, Paris? I'm sorry. We having a really bad connection issue. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you a little better. So I think I heard you say, go go ahead. You could try again. So, so Okay. So I, in this journey, I have interviewed men. Mm-hmm. Because men go through domestic violence as well, not just women. Absolutely. And I had the very fine pleasure of interviewing a young man by the name of Wakaz. Wakaz used to own the hair salon called Fantastic Sam's. If you're a little older, you know about that Fantastic Sam's. Y'all remember Fantastic Sam's. Stop fronting. (laughs) So I'll just tell you a little bit about his story, not a whole lot. But (laughs) Wakaz, he's Muslim, so they're marriages are usually arranged Mm -hmm. and you know he met this young lady online didn't know too much about her they got married appearance ended up moving in she was the abuser she Mm -hmm. was the abuser as far as mentally and control controlling Mm -hmm. so wakaz in the muslim community it's a little bit smaller but they have different resources they they go to when they're experiencing certain things in a marriage Mm -hmm. so long story short um, it was to the point where the, his ex-wife, she started stealing money. He couldn't pay his employees. She, like, tried to poison him. He was actually really going through domestic violence. And what he said to me was, if he made that call to domestic violence and he did not get any help, mm-hmm. he was contemplating suicide because he's a man. Mm-hmm. So It would have been too much shame. Definitely. And he had in, he had incidents with police officers that were like laughing at him, like, you're a man, you're not getting abused or you're not mm-hmm. going through domestic mm-hmm. violence. Mm-hmm. But just so happened this one particular time when he called, they said, I believe you. They Damn. said, I believe you. Well, Cox ended up losing Fantastic Sam due to the judge being on, the, on his ex-wife's side. Mm. Something he built himself as far as a business. He lost all of that, and all of that was awarded to her. And, of course, she did nothing with it. So just talking to different people about different scenarios, and there are some horrific stories that we hear, but I like to get both aspects of it, Mm -hmm. the man version and the woman version, because it does happen. So this fundraiser on October the 21st and the 22nd, the victims that won't be survivors, I don't want to say victims, the survivors that are in the documentary, they will be there and they will share a little bit of their story. So my agenda is to help somebody. That's what I want to do. I don't want more victims. I would love to have more survivors and victims. And thank you for sharing that story. And But really quick, tell us a little bit more about the location where the fundraiser is, how they can get tickets, because I know I'm going to have tickets here at the station where people can come up here um, and and, or, you know, I'm going to have tickets. But tell us a little bit more about the location. Um, uh, Tell us a little bit more about the event and, and that sort of thing and how they can get tickets. Okay, so the location is going to be in Southfield. I'll give the address. Mm hmm. 
It's at the Detroit Mayor Yacht in Southfield. Mm-hmm. That address is 27033 Northwestern Highway, Southfield, Michigan, 48034. I'll, I'll repeat it again. It is 27033 Northwestern Highway, Detroit Marriott, Southfield, Michigan. The zip code is 48034. Tickets are, they will be available at the venue. You can pay at the door or you can reach me. You can reach out to me for tickets. Uh, my email address, I'm going to pronounce that a couple of times. It's why won't they leave one at gmail.com. There's no apostrophe with the T. It's all one word. So it's why won't they leave one at gmail.com. Okay, you guys, you heard it. You heard it loud and clear. And I'm going to be posting all on my social media, all, all seven of my social medias. Y'all know I got about 50 <laughs> businesses, 50 social medias. Um, but this is yep. something that's really important to me. And hopefully soon um, we can do more. I myself have never been a victim of domestic violence. But, you know, people that I care about deeply have been and have perished from domestic violence and and, and Paris has a lot of other stuff going on. So she'll be calling us next Monday, uh, telling us another story of domestic violence. And like she said, it's just not women. It's men. It's children. And what I mean, like children, children, because I, I spoke with someone who was the only child to a single parent who was abusive. OK, as an adult. OK, so domestic violence just means it's someone that, you know, family. Uh, husband, wife, uh-huh. you don't, you don't deserve that. So Paris is going to call us next Monday with another story. Definitely get involved, donate, donate time. Money is always appreciated. Definitely come out to the event. October 21st and 22nd. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yes, the 22nd is, is not the full day, but it is a black tie event. So it is formal. So everybody please dress up and come out and have a great time. But it's also a very serious topic. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you, Paris, for calling in. All right. All right, All right you guys. We're going to hear from Paris next week. And let's get back into some news behind the muse. And I, y'all know Governor Whitmer kind of thick. I don't know what mm-hmm. that got to do with anything, but I just wanted to throw that out. Cause, and I like Gilcrest. And Gilcrest is from the North End, I think. I know he's from the West Side. Either from the North End or the West Side. But I like him. He's my age. He's the first black lieutenant governor. And he don't he ain't he ain't a skirt a nobody. Mm-hmm. Okay. I met him in person and I remember meeting him and I was trying to get my husband to come take a picture, but it was free food. So my husband had found some carryout dishes mm-hmm. and he was over there scooping. I was like, yo, he wanted to take a picture, but he's like, Let me go get this free food. It was good. Mm-hmm. You know, the kids gotta eat. And I know you don't feel like cooking. So, so let's talk about how Michigan's governor race is about to be spicy, okay? Tudor Dixon thinks because she kind of crew, kind of cute, that she got a fighting chance against uh, Governor Whitmer, but she don't, she don't realize Governor Whitmer got support in the city, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, deep support. It don't matter what happens in the state of Michigan. If Detroit does not support you as a politician, you are going to fail. Can we keep it real? That is facts. We uh, Detroit is the engine of the state. That's why I remember they did the whole bailout and all the suburb suburban um, mayors were complaining. But, you know, um, this was before being when Mayor Archer, which you don't remember, Archer, you was probably a youngin again in elementary school because Mayor Archer actually was the mayor when all that money came up missing in the evidence room in Detroit. Everybody know he got a slice in that. But anyway, mm-hmm. we still like Mayor Archer because he built the casinos. OK, mm-hmm. and I like Mayor Archer. All right. So Mayor Archer um, was the mayor at the time and he got up and he got gangster. He, you know, but he still got that little, you know, hi, guys, in his voice. Mm-hmm. So. 
He got up and he was like, "You, if Detroit failed, the whole state of Michigan failed. All y'all, you know what they call the suburbs? Metro Detroit. They don't call it Westland. They don't call it Livonia. They call it Metro Detroit. So if we fail, y'all gonna fail. Mm-hmm. So pretty much to say that no matter what you say about the city of Detroit, if you don't have the support of Detroit as a politician, you're gonna fail. And guess what Tudor Dixon does not have? The support of Detroit. Michigan governor race Whitmer's lead grows. Mm-hmm. Over Dixon in latest survey, the abortion thing didn't help her. I don't care what nobody say. Some of y'all want to keep, not some of y'all, a lot of y'all want to keep them clinics open, but we're going to talk about that another day. Mm-hmm. All right. The latest Detroit Free Press statewide survey shows, there we go again, the latest Detroit Free Press statewide survey shows that Governor Gretchen Whitmer is favored by 16 points over her Republican opponent in the Michigan governor race, Tudor Dixon. They said, um, we can't have a black man run against Governor Rip Whitmer. That's why they did what they did to the chief. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we're going to get a pretty attract. Okay. Anyway, there I go with my conspiracy theories. Okay. Poster Bernie Porn. I like him. That's his name. That's a funny name. I love it. Because I like Bernie Sanders and I like porn. So Bernie Porn reports that Dixon is winning on 41% of the issues important to voters, but Whitmer is winning on 56% of those, okay? And my neighbor, because, you know, I live in one of those neighborhoods, my neighbor got all type of Make America Great Again signs, tutor, got about 50 signs from from the yard on down to the curb. I just wonder how she going to feel or he, when, when it go down, okay? So Republicans are winning among those who choose inflation as well as government spending and the economy and jobs. But Whitmer... And the Democrats are winning on everything else. So they might be winning on two topics, but the Democrats are winning on everything else. I really think that this is going to be an interesting race. Like some real world stuff. Remember real real world 1992, though? Not not, not after that. Okay, all right. You gave me a look like I was born in 1992. So we're going to see how this Michigan governor race unfolds, but I think it's going to be some drama. Looks like it. All right. But they but they don't have the support of Detroit because Governor Gilchrist, Mm -hmm. he is a real Detroiter. He still lives in Detroit. And um, I like him as a person. I know politician lies, but he just seemed real genuine. Mm -hmm. Okay, And he tall in the mug. All right. So. Kodak Black apologizes to PNB Rock's girlfriend regarding rapper's death. And I haven't got to ask you about how you felt about that whole situation. You know, you see a lot of people is blaming a girlfriend for PNB Rock. I don't blame any another adult for what another adult does. Mm-hmm. I just say that you need to be more careful. Everyone doesn't need to know every single step that you make sometimes i don't post pictures for a whole three months later you understand what i'm saying Mm -hmm. you don't need to post your location and all this stuff it's not her fault that someone decided to murder another person Mm -hmm. was she lax was she slipping on her pimping absolutely Mm -hmm. that's her fault that she has to be more careful but his death isn't on her in my opinion so what kodak black do and and I want to give Kodak Blank some leeway because he showed Detroit a lot of love a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. And that Ice Wear Vezo song that he, they went, they didn't even have a hook. When a rap song don't have a hook, it's a classic. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love rap songs that don't have hooks. We rap not supposed to have no hook. Okay. But we're going to go with that. And they were just going in on the mic. So I'm trying to give Kodak Blank some leeway. But honestly, he act like he got a learning disability because he always do something that just don't make no damn sense. Can you not agree with me on that or not? It makes perfect sense in his mind. Okay. I'll accept that. Kodak Black has apologized for insensitive remarks aimed at Stephanie Sibuhuhang. That's the girl. Mm -hmm. And I probably agree what he said, but, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes you got to say stuff in your head like I had to do Mm -hmm. the last couple weeks. You got to say something in your head and pray and ask God to give you strength not to punch nobody in the eye on accident, on purpose. Mm -hmm. Okay? So... The Florida rapper 25 explained in recent Instagram live that he was angry when he woke up to discover that star had been killed and went with what everybody was saying when he, <laughs> when he blamed 
Sybil Huang posting her location with the Philly rapper for his death as an armed man robbed and murdered the rapper in the South Los Angeles Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles restaurant. Black even went so far as to say um, that garden tool mm-hmm. might as well kill herself. He went too far with that at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, At the moment, it was sounding like she did some BSO-ish. You know, kill yourself other than that i didn't wish no bad on her other than committing suicide i didn't wish no bad on you Mm -hmm. i give my apologies to her he said following news that sit and burn actions did not factor into rocks on timely death but i saw another report that said it did it for sure did but it did but not not like that right so they was probably they just used that probably as a confirmation they Mm -hmm. probably already knew they probably already had somebody circling block don't be circling people's blocks looking lost okay Mm -hmm. all right at that moment okay no i read that already i hope she kept her head uh i hope she keep her head up and all that that sound real genuine okay he that sound real genuine he added the no flocking rapper also shared his version of a tribute to pnb rock on instagram all right kodak black you tried at least you went it sounds like he's growing a little Mm -hmm. because at least he went back and apologized okay so enough of the news by muse don't forget to try your first fat reduction cellulite treatment for 50 percent off for the entire month of october Give us a call at 248-742-7435 to book your free consultation so you can get 50% off. And financing is an option. Payment plans are an option to get that snatch body that you want. Not what everybody, what, what you want. It's all about your goals and that we can help you here at the MSB, MSC Beauty Brand. Ugh, I don't even know the name of my own company. Boom. All right. That being said, let's get into the topic. So, your significant other and your man or your woman gets into a fight. Whose side are you choosing? I'm going to tell you right now. You know whose side I'm choosing? My side. Okay? How do I factor in their situation? So, I'm going to paraphrase the young lady that actually um, wrote reached out to me and wrote me about a situation that she had. She, I think she was about six weeks ago, Marquise, and I'm going to kick Asia, but she said she was going to be here, so she clearly laid back down and took a nap. Um, so, about, you know, I, I told her I was going to factor her in, into, the, into the show, and the crazy thing is she kept emailing me, Marquise, and texting me. It was weird. So, girl, we talking about you now, okay? Um, now, so I'm gonna paraphrase because, like I said, she wrote a novel. She gonna she's like she's she's gonna be mad at me, but no, I, I I'm grateful that you shared your story with us. Thank you so much. All right, so she's never been married. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I, girl, I'm gonna go in. With, I'm not gonna say your name. So she's 43. She's a little awkward. Okay, mm-hmm. and I don't care what nobody say. I'm pretty sure she was about 32 when she lost her virginity. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be easy to turn her out. Let's just keep it real. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now that being said, she um met this guy, head over heels, really nice guy. Really nice guy. Like him. He's not cheap. You know what I'm saying? That's that's important to me. I don't like cheap people. I don't like people being cheap. I don't like when you counting the pennies and counting the dimes. I don't like that when you got it. Mm-hmm. When you don't got it, that's being smart. When you got it, stop playing. All mm-hmm. right. Very nice guy. Took her on trips and everything like that. A little weird, but she weird too. So ish, that that works out perfect. Mm-hmm. So her and another one of our friends went to Cancun together. And I either do a girls trip or couples trips or me and my man trip, me and my husband trip. I don't do no mismatching in between. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because not because I can't trust my friends because it's a different type of vibe. Mm-hmm. When you go with all your girls, okay, it's all about getting sloppy drunk until you can't take no more. Psych. But that's what it is. Mm-hmm. When you go with your man, it's about romance and experience or whatever. When you go with couples, it's a little different. Y'all trying to buy but everybody faking like they just so perfect whenever when they all fighting in they in they rooms mm-hmm. in the hotel. Okay. It's a versus battle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a versus battle. You hit a dead on the nail. Big shots out to Marquise for always hitting a dead on the nail. Anyway, so they go on this trip. Her man, her and this particular friend, which this particular friend, I know she she she'll be fine independently. She'll find her a man, she'll find her something to do whatever. 
Okay? Mm-hmm. So they go to Cancun. She said everything was going great. They were actually a great trio. Having fun. They, they were doing a lot of things. But, you know, when alcohol gets involved, mm-hmm. especially tequila and possibly a couple lines of cocaine or two, mm-hmm. any, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a this is it's vacation, you know, because, you know, cocaine is a water-soluble drug, so that's the prefer, preferred drug on vacation because it's going to come out your system by the time you go to work, right? Mm-hmm. That's not my thing. Don't want to know how you know that, so I'm going to just uh, No, because I talk to people, story. and I'm not a... Sh- listen, I'm... I, 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 you know, going things up my nose is not comfortable for me. So I'm not a cocaine person. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just telling you what I know. Okay. okay. All right. So, because I can't do nothing up my nose. Smoking, whatever, drinking, that's, you know, when you're on vacation. Okay, maybe. But stuff up my nose is going to make me paranoid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I, it's just too scary. So that being said, mama is not going to watch the show. Anyway, so that being said, they go on this party, they have a great time, everything. But the alcohol is building in their system and whatever illicit drugs they choose to participate in mm-hmm. is building in their system. Okay. So my friend, the one that isn't getting as drunk as the other two, you know, she goes out, she's dancing, but she's dancing by herself. But she probably twerking a little bit too hard because she got a big behind okay mm-hmm. so she could just move and that thing gonna look like she's twerking extra extra hard mm-hmm. so she was out there dancing and everything having a good old time her man drunk he came and he was like you know it was time for you to get off the dance floor she's like what i'm having fun just come dance with me he's like no nah, i don't want to dance you got to come off the dance floor right and so she was like no you go ahead you drunk you tripping i'm you know i'm about to they playing my dance. she's trying to kind of pull it off so he didn't make a big scene grabbed her by her shoulder and kind of pulled her off and she was shocked she's like why are you grabbing me like this and he started like not pushing her but like no you gonna like like finger finger in her like shoulder like no mm-hmm. i told you to get off that day you're not gonna be embarrassing me and all of this stuff blah 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 mm-hmm. so the the friend that went with her our other friend went over there it's like hey what's going on what's going on they weren't answering he was like and you know so she so she was being cool trying to say he was she was like okay y'all let's just let's just chill you know what i'm saying let's just go outside take a breather blah 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 come back in let's just talk about it so he was still going on and on and on going off on her friend she was like okay chill so she walked away because he wasn't she said at the in the beginning he wasn't being disrespectful and she was like i'm gonna let them have a space so she walked away but, you know, when the music stopping, it'd be that silence. Mm-hmm. So she said when the silence, she heard, let me go. You hurt me. OK, mm-hmm. so she ran back over there and he had her like by her throat. Mm-hmm. So we don't she don't know what was said. She could have said some disrespectful because our the friend that wrote the letter actually has a, a disrespect streak. Okay, Mm -hmm. so we don't know what she said, but at the same time, he's grabbing her by her throat and she's like, get out. Just let her go. Go about your business or whatever. Go back to the room. Chill out. So the 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 friend that goes on a vacation, she instantly goes and pushes him like get off of her, get off of her, blah, blah, blah. He's like, mind your business. They all start arguing anyway. To make a long story short, everybody end up in a room. The next day it was supposed to fly out. Nobody talking to anybody. And so the person the, the the young lady to mm-hmm. to make because we only got a few minutes the young lady says that she felt our friend was wrong for getting involved in her relationship she said it was something between them and her but my friend the the other girl told the story about 50 times she thought that she was in danger and she know how she get when she get drunk and they were all in another country and she said she didn't appreciate how you know, he had an attitude with her and she had an attitude and they and, and she's still in a relationship with this guy. And I was all uncomfortable because she can't go certain places. So the moral of the story is, do you choose sides if your friend and your significant other gets into a dispute? The way you told in this that, situation, it sounds like she and her friend got a problem. The one that, that that told us about, like, the one that's in a relationship. It seemed like yeah, she got a... Okay. With a friend. Expound. Because you just said that the one that... The main friend mm-hmm. is mad at her friend for getting involved in her and her man's situation. Yeah. 
And the friend is like, well, no, he shouldn't be doing this and this and this and this. So mm-hmm. it seems like the immediate issue is with them two mm-hmm. from the story. Now, I don't know if you might have left something out, but no. Hey, you know what? You got a point. I don't know. You know, people don't be. They tell you what they want you to know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You got to stay out of stuff like that. Like if you if your best friend and your spouse mm-hmm. get into whatever, mm-hmm. it's the same as if both two of your friends get into it. When you're around one, you just don't talk about the other. Mm-hmm. And then you leave it at that. We talked about that not too long ago. Yeah, it, same thing. Same mm-hmm. rules apply to this. You mm-hmm. don't really pick sides, really. Mm-hmm. But if you have to, you really, as a man, you ride with your homeboy. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, your girl is... How can I explain this? From a man's perspective, you go through more with your homeboy than you do your girl. Like a lot as far of, as experience and life experiences, yeah. y'all have more situations that would bring y'all closer together right. than and you would with your significant other. A lot of situations. Same with women. A lot of situations I'm in with my homeboy, I, I wouldn't even let you be in. Mm-hmm. Like, just for my homeboys, we didn't beat people up together. Mm-hmm. We didn't got beat up together, got robbed together. If we really close. Great times. My mama didn't whoop my ass and your ass. Uh-huh. And then your mama didn't whoop me like I was her son. Like The golden years. Yeah, like my spouse would never be in those situations. Like mm-hmm. I'm not calling my wife to fight. So, so what you, wait, wait, hold on. So what you saying is deep down on the inside, even if you don't say it or act on it, you going to side with your boy. All it, you're gonna side with your friend. I don't know how women's <laughs> relationships work. I don't know if y'all go through similar things like that. You're gonna side with your friends. It's like that thing that went around. Like, would you cheat on your girl or would you snitch on your homeboy? Cheating on my girl every time, <laughs> respectfully, all the way respectfully. You ride with your people. Relationships are so. I feel like relationships are so easily breakable than a friendship is. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. That's deep. Are friendships more easily breakable than a relationship or vice versa? That's another, that's a good topic. You let your friends do a lot. Mm-hmm. You don't let your spouse do a lot. That's true. So, according to Marquise, you going to go with your friend. If you have to. If you have to. Stay out of it. If you that that's the preferred way to be neutral. Mhm. Okay, and just you know what, and and then I would just keep them away from each other. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the relationship is going to work because look how he act when he get a little. I was water about to say it. that's a bigger issue. Like look how yeah. that, that nigga gets violent when he gets he drunk. He get violent so a, when he get drunk. There's another side to him, and yeah. I'm just waiting to see what he do next. Yeah, that's a bigger problem. Like your homegirl gonna beat her. Don't worry about you. Not that's not the because I think she did. I I don't think she was wrong. No, because he was about to, he's about to. Boxer. Well, no, not about to. He put hands on you. Yeah, he had you in a. In a... She did what a sister would do. She did less than what a brother or, or another man would have done. But she did. She at least looked out for her friend. Right. In concern. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for tuning in every Monday to the Behind the Muse show. I am so grateful to be back. It feels really good to be back, Marquise. You don't even understand. Um, and I just want to give, once again, a really big shout out to all you guys for tuning in and, and supporting me. And I, I just want to um, say again, um, rest in peace to my cousin. We called each other cousin sisters. I, her kids called me auntie cousin. And, you know, we were raised together. My mom, you know, treated her like a daughter, raised her like a daughter. She had her when she was 14 months up until, like, middle school. So, and then she lived with me. But I don't want to get into that because I'm going to start crying again. But she was very special. And even though she's not here with me in the physical form, Alex is always going to be with me. Allie, we called her Alexandria. Alex, Allie, baby. Because that, that was her name, too. Um, she's always going to be with me in the spiritual form. So I want to just say I love you and rest in peace. And I'll see you guys next Monday. Have a great week. Bye-bye. <laughs>